BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Mr. Met... Didn't get fired on a Friday. You're fired. But finally, today, this story has been, I mean, it's been bigger than the NBA Finals this week. The Mr. Met flipping everybody off. Yeah, I'm very, very excited F- about Tim, it. Tim, Tim, if you were in that Mr. Met costume, Tim, if you were in that costume, tell us. But finally, there's a Mr. Met flipping you off GIF. It took forever to get that. How has it taken till today? For a Mr. Med flipping you off, and it's very psychedelic. It's, you know, showing you he's flipping you off, he's walking forward, he's walking back. It's like the Twin Peaks version of it. You have to go to the bullpen again. I mean, it's it's. I, I thought we'd see it by now. No, I think a lot of it had to do with people just didn't want to put up an inferior product. This is one where they How hard is it to make a chip? It's a four-second video. <laughs> well, they wanted to make it a four-second thought piece. It's it's a think piece about a mid-level band coming to grips with their 
fame and the harsh realities of stardom. No, but it's a four second. Th- How is it not? Oh, it's a GIF already because be- all there was was four seconds of video of Mr. Med flipping him off. To be honest, we could have authored it, but since that really doesn't pay anything, it just kind of goes out into the internet, and that's the end of it. Boy, I just didn't the, really care. Can you? But, but how do you? Because otherwise, we could have done it. But you're the idea. You're the guy that monetizes stuff. How could you not monetize a Mister Met middle finger GIF? Now, unless you put your watermark <laughs> over the top of it, and a whole unlocking process. No, there's there's everybody else that's going to to get on board that, and it becomes this communal sharing process. That's the problem. That's the problem with this stuff. People are used to free now. <laughs> Trying to get them back to monetization is sometimes hard. They get, got too much for free. Okay. All right. I'm, problem I'm, on this whole internet right. thing. Wow. Well, okay. You know, newspapers coming back and saying, wow. hey, you know, we wanted you to buy a newspaper, and then we gave it to you for free online. Oh, wait. That's not a sustainable business model. Wow. That's pretty Don't. good. You're, wow. You sound like Randolph Hearst meets Elon Musk. That's pretty good right there out of you. I like that. There you go. I'll take other people's ideas <laughs> and build on those as well. What do you got, Gold Headphones? You're still lucky Twitter hasn't taken that filthy video down. Filthy video? What, what, what One of it? the most outrageous acts of all time. Oh, that is a disgusting act. Worse than Randy There were Moss. kids there at the ballpark at City Field that night, Jason. Now, to be were... fair, it's really starting to <laughs> a little bit of groundswell, the fact that they might have been, I don't know, belittling... Yeah. Badgering, but sticks and stones Mets. don't apply to mascots. No, eventually, if if you just want to flip the bird, it's not like he jumped up into the crowd and started beating these no, guys. No, but he senseless. gave a good bird. Oh right, well, listen, Mister Met. Four is, fingers or not, that was a good bird. Mister Met gave the four fingers. I know fingers one when I see one. <laughs> he is the most yeah, popular. You've given me a few here in the Geico Studios. No he, question about. He's it. A much, well, oh, Harmon. All, okay. all deserved. All right. Let me let, let wait. Let me let me pull the curtain back here. Who's the guy out of all of us here on the show? Me, you, Alex, and Mike. Who's the guy that gives the middle finger salutes the most? Well, I do it He's to my sitting to my to left. The, the, guy white, the, yellow the White shirt. Sox right lost here. fifteen to five today. I did that a couple of right times here. on the television. I get in the middle of in the middle of segments sometimes. Hey, hey, what? Psst. And then I'll get the middle finger. And I I'll never go, thought. What I is would, that all about? I never thought I would say this, but baseball-wise, he, the guy's actually got it worse than you, yeah. so it's understandable. Uh, listen, we were up seven three tonight. We gave up a nine run inning, and we lost again. But Mr. Met is the best mascot in all of it, most popular mascot in all sports. By far. They, they, I mean, it's not even close. It's Mr. Met and then whoever you want to put. The Philly Fanatic, the Gorilla, Otto, whatever it is. You can put that there. Uh, Otto's nowhere near that. Uh, you like how I snuck Otto in No, that, you tried to, and it was terrible. I just kind of said, Otto, oh, don't flip Otto, me off again. But, buddy, Otto sucks, okay? <laughs> wow, <laughs> did you just, you may as well say Tebow sucks. I'm very, very excited Tim, about it. Tim, Tim. He, he did Shh. He won some games. Come on. Aided by Marion Barber. How, but we'll leave that alone how for much, now. Well, just wait. Just wait until Tim Tebow makes his Mets debut when the rosters expand to 40 in September to get people in the seats in City Field because when you're 25 games under 500, nobody's going to show up. I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've seen the term butcher described used to describe someone's fielding as often as Tebow, <laughs> except for Kyle Schwarber, <laughs> who might get himself demoted. We've been talking about it, that it probably should have happened three weeks ago, but a little bit of uh, building support for the idea of Schwarber going to the minor leagues, but that's for another time. Uh, yes, Tim Tebow, it's a final, but he'll probably be in a Met uniform to try oh, to Oh, absolutely. we got to do seats. something. Oh, what, what are you going to do? Oh, let's move him up to double-A, Trip. Uh, sure, if nothing else, is he going to shot there? at managing when yeah. they fire oh. Terry Collins? Oh, yeah, listen. 
You suck tonight, uh, Addison Reed, but God bless you, and, and, and go take a seat. There we go. Okay. That's how it's going to go. I'm telling you, all September. 877 on Fox Twitter. At How About a Fresca. That's Twitter. At How About a Fresca, the First Jason foremost, Smith Show. I just have to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Number Okay, Ty, you're going overboard now. I think we've had enough now. Just for a minute, we've had enough. Uh, history tonight. Major League Baseball still waiting for Albert Pujols, sitting at 599 career home runs right now. The Angels are down 6 nothing in the third inning to the Twins. So when Pujols does come up, we'll keep you updated. Maybe able to go out live. You well, this know. is a perfect spot for a home run, right? Uh, absolutely. You Down know, why six not, nothing. Right? Yeah, it's when you just swing from no fastball. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going, keep swinging, keep swinging. But absolute history in baseball tonight as Clayton Kershaw becomes the second fastest pitcher to reach 2,000 career strikeouts. Dodgers Brewers tonight. Kershaw struck out 14 in seven innings. His only blemish, Domingo Santana with a home run off of Kershaw in the bottom of the seventh. However, Yasmani Grandal hit a home run in the top of the ninth to tie the game. They're playing in the tenth inning. But Kershaw, the second fastest to 2,000 career strikeouts. Well, he's on he's, the medal stand, right? What about, at, what about the unit? He's at the midway part of his career. He's 12, uh, uh, staying healthy, assuming he stays healthy. Which you never know a guy that throws curveballs and like has Kershaw had a back does. injury already. And a bat, yes, you, you can't put that take that for granted. But let's be positive. It's positive Friday, you know. Let's be positive about Clayton Kershaw. I would I would still look away to to trade him. But where does he sit right now? At two thousand, say he has the same exact back half of his career to the front half of his career. Right, right now, I would put him here at twenty nine years old. I would put him as the third best pitcher that I've ever seen. It's hard for me to go back. Look, it's hard for me to put Tom Seaver in, in, in historical perspective because, look, the, when I saw Tom Seaver pitch in, in his prime, I was seven years old. I can't, I can't talk about guys like Sandy Koufax because all I see is stories and, and, and video clips and everything. Mm-hmm. It's hard to put that in perspective. It's got to be guys that I've seen. So the, the modern era of baseball, so the, you know, 1980, mid-80s and above, which is still going back, you know, almost, you know, almost 40 years. You can go back that far, but I would put him right now at number three, ahead of Pedro Martinez and Randy Johnson, and behind, even though whatever he used and those B12 injections were great, Roger Clemens at number two and Greg Maddox at number one. No matter what he does the rest of his career, Clayton Kershaw, it's going to be hard to get above Greg Maddox. Now, you can you can say – because Roger Clemens was so good when he was late in his career. Uh, he still had ERAs under three when he was 42 years old. But again, what was Roger Clemens doing? He's going to get, he's, obviously, he's marked down for that after the whole PED scandal that engulfed him the last few years of his career. But still, what the guy did on the field, you can't deny it. He was that great. Greg Maddox won 355 games, and he didn't have one bad season from 1988 until 2002. I mean, that's uh, 2005. That's a pretty big run of excellence. Even guys like Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, they had bad seasons dotting their careers, 13 and 14, 13 and 16, 9 and 10. They didn't pick. Greg Maddox didn't have, a you could say, a bad year for maybe almost 17 years of his career. He was that good. He was that consistent. And at the end, if Kershaw wins – doubles his win total right now, it's not even going to be close. 
He's not going to get to 300, and Maddox is sitting at 355. I mean, I know, we, well, we're devaluing wins, but you can't just say, oh, okay, you know, wins don't matter anymore. You get to 355. I mean, 355. And the last five years for Maddox were pretty bad. Once he hit 40, he really slowed down. He had one decent season uh, with the Padres after the age of 40, but by and large, he slowed down. He only won eight, nine games a year, which is a great year for anybody for the Mets this year. But when you get to that point, Maddox still, if he had a better last couple of years, could have got to 400, but he didn't. You sit at 355 with what he's done as a right-handed pitcher. Oh, boy, I'll tell you what. I don't know anybody's going to be able to be as, bad, as, as good as he was. No, in today's day and age, too, I mean, we're looking at all-time win totals and wondering how many guys are going to get to 200 when it's all yeah. said and done in terms of bullpen specialization and just in general, guys being able to have that longevity and, and that level of dominance. I mean, you go back to the early 90s, right, that final year in Chicago where he won the Cy Young and they put the same offer on, his ta- on the table, so he went – for essentially the same money to Atlanta and went on his run. But he had seven straight years with a, a sub-3 ERA, actually only at 2-7 once in that seven-year period, which is ridiculous, again, given the way the game had started to shift a little bit. And you look at his overall career, and as much as you know, I want to dismiss it because he was on the north side of town, for a while. Yeah, but then when he got really good, he left. So it was okay. You didn't well, have to watch yeah. the majority of his of his. Well, his he got career. over, and then he left. <laughs> and then he and Bobby Cox and all those All-Stars won one World Series between them. But that's a whole thing for another time. We're not talking about Bobby Cox at this point. But when we look at it, Maddox, I, I don't dismiss. A lot of folks will push Clemens off in the box. and They'll say, ah, he goes to the sin bin. Was there any anybody as imposing for that kind of length of time? Like Maddox. The professor, as they called him and everything, was a guy, uh, just textbook in terms of working hitters and extending Who's that always, outside corner. Always right? on the inside, inside six inches on the black, outside six inches on the black. I mean, it was, he froze hitters. Well, and even if he wasn't, he got that call because he was so, yeah. you know, continually he also was there. He also didn't throw 95. I mean, his fastball was in the low, low 90s. And he was maybe because the umpires could see it better. He got the call. Maybe he got a little bit. Hey, you know, it's a little bit slower. I can see it. Oh, yeah, that's a strike. Yeah. The the thing with Pedro and, you know, for my money, nothing was more electric than going to a game that he pitched just because the emotion on the mound and the way it got the crowd involved. I got, got a chance to see him pitch a couple of home games at Fenway uh, with the Yankees in town, and, and there was no better atmosphere when he was getting after it. So Pedro's on the medal stand. Oh, because the the excitement level with Pedro. I mean, look, it was hey, just when a he was different for the Mets. It was it was awesome. Right, it was, it was exciting, a different kind of electric, thing, and, it's, and sure. that's what you have here in in Los Angeles with Kershaw to a degree. I, I need him to be a little better, and he's gotten very little run support. We're seeing it again tonight. Got nothing until Grandal hits a home run to tie it, eventually force things into extras. But you you go through and you look at just the the playoffs. I need him to get over. I need him to have one of those playoff runs that matches the dominance of the regular season before I'm putting him into that medal stand. Because for 30 to 35 starts, he's fantastic. But you can't look away from the now lifetime 4-5 ERA in the postseason and just categorically dismiss it. If Kershaw doubled his stats, he would finish with 4,000 strikeouts, which is, is a phenomenal mark to get to. 
And he'd finish with 266 career wins. Again, that's almost 100 behind Greg Maddox. And I know it's different now. And, you know, he's not pitching 35 starts a season every year like Greg Maddox did. But you can't fault a guy for what he's done. You know, I'm not going back to, you know, Jack Chesbro in the early 1900s and, you know, guys starting 55 games a year and Christy Mathewson. I'm talking about this is not too recent. This is the 1990s and 2000. And Maddox, to do what he did, I, I don't know I'll ever see anybody as good as Greg Maddox. Certainly at the end, I could say best right-handed, best left-handed pitcher I've ever seen well, could be Greg Maddox and Clayton Kershaw just because of the the despair that you go into a game with going, we're not going to win. If they get a run in the second inning, I'm going to turn the game off because we're going to, we're not going to win. We're not going to come back that big. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Is there a way out? Is there a path for the Cavaliers in the NBA Finals? Joining us right now on the hotline, former NBA All-Star, Fox Sports Radio, NBA analyst, our teammate as well, said Sabalo said, what's happening? Man, something's got to be happening. Didn't you guys know that the finals started? Y'all watching Tremors on Friday night? Just, man, come on. Said, did it really start? Did it really? Jeez. Did you tell Tristan Thompson that it started? No, he well, well, he doesn't know yet. And, you know, that's the problem. And, and you know, the, another thing, uh, you know, with the Cavaliers, they really didn't play that bad. I mean, besides the turnovers – and 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 not rebounding the ball. I mean, I, I don't really want no points from Tristan Thompson. I don't need no points from him. I just need him to rebound the ball, defend, and do things like that. But the turnovers were just really, really bad. I just don't understand, you know, how they come out like that. But you know, it's the history of LeBron James. He never plays, never gets a win. Only one time he's got to win game one in the finals. So we'll see what happens two, three, and four. Well, here's the thing, though, said especially game two. I mean, even as you said, hey, they played better than anticipated. Golden State really didn't play that well. They missed a lot of layups. Uh, They had great games from two players, and two of their stars were terrible. I know that that bodes well for Cleveland going into game two. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you know, you got to admit that, you know, KD was the uh, clincher of this game being the way it was, just that he's played ridiculously. And then, you know, Mike Brown left him out there. I don't know if it's to, you know, put a little dagger in the Cleveland or not to take away from his rhythm or something like that. But he left him out there a little bit, I thought, a little bit too long when the game was, you know, pretty much set and over with. Uh, Curry is just playing at a high level right now. I don't know if it's a redemption thing or he's trying to put himself in a position to erase those first two finals that he participated in. But uh, he's playing well, and and the rest of the team is just struggling along. I always thought that, you know, Clay was a, a missing piece uh, to them just being so dominant, but he's not the type of player who just go get the ball by himself and, and just start making moves and, and trying to score by himself. All the shots that he took were good shots. They weren't forced. Uh, they just weren't going down for him. But I think his mind is somewhere else, and that's probably trying to contain Kyrie Irving or even an opportunity to, to, to stop LeBron James from getting to the hole. His mind's on defense, and he can't be mad at that. They got game one with him not scoring a bunch of points, but – uh, they're going to need him later on if the Cavs get it going and get their rhythm going. But that's a big question for the Cavs. I mean, how do you, how do you defend this team? I mean, smoke and mirrors, folks saying, hey, they played good defense, at least from my opinion, in the, the Eastern Conference playoffs. That's all fine and good. Still giving up 100 tonight. How do you defend this? Like, even if you try to clamp down on the the interior, now you're opening up those three-point shooters. I think you got to pick your poison. Well, like I said, you know, they had 
Golden State didn't play an unbelievable offensive game. You had two players that were bananas, and and, yep. um, and Mike Brown left KD out there a little bit longer. They didn't have a great offensive game. They just Cavaliers just gave the ball away. Um, they didn't hit shots. Guys, you know, normally get didn't get their points. That was the huge factor in the win right there. So I know that Mike Brown and Steve Kerr are sitting back going, man, we got away with one today because if LeBron would have got going, uh, Kyrie actually did his thing. But love, and then, you know, Channing Fry didn't play. You know, uh, they didn't have the opportunity to go to their three-point shooting uh, because they were so in- involved in the pick and roll trying to get LeBron off and, and, and put himself in the position. That, that you know, I love the refereeing. I mean, the officials did a great job. I mean, a couple guys had four, but it was late in the game. Uh, but they want the stars to be out there. They know that they're going to play. They will know everybody wants to see them play. But you know, Cavs did a, a tremendous job on on watching exactly exactly how their three point shooters set up, where they were in some points. They gave Clay some looks, but they were real difficult looks. Obviously, it worked for them. But the the two main factors, man, is Curry being Curry and and just a long Kevin Durant. Think about it. He had ten buckets. All uh, I call them Olay buckets, just right yep. to the hole. Nobody even stopped him. He had ten buckets like that. And even when Cavs made that run, cut it to two a couple of times, they just could not get under ten or twelve points because the fact that they they turned the ball over and guys just weren't hitting shots like they want to. So they can't go into game two thinking, oh man, these guys are just so good. And I love the fact that Tyron Lewis just said, hey, they're so great, they're so perfect, kind of praising them up. Like, I mean, I mean, a, a little bit of Phil Jackson there, a little bit of Popovich there, man. It, this is a sight game, and I just love it. Well, I think you're missing one thing, said. You're missing the, the one person that has been able to get Kevin Durant's attention over the course of game one of the finals, and that's Rihanna. I, if, they yeah. can, if the Cavs can deploy Rihanna in the right way, she may be able to turn the tide of the series. Yeah, that was hilarious. And, and you know what? I, as I watched the game uh, today, I watched it again to check out some things. You know, it, it was it was more than two or three times where he was looking over, or she was messing with him, he was messing with her at the same time. So, uh, but if anything, you, you know, Cavs want to get Rihanna out of there because that guy was on fire. If, if Rihanna comes each game and messes with him and he scores like that, I don't think the Cavs want want her around. Well, he's never going to sit down if she's there. It's like, wait, you you got it all for LeBron? Let me show you what I can do. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show from the Geico Studios. Our teammate here, Fox Sports Radio, two time. NBA All-Star, Cedric Sabalos, at Ced Sabalos. I didn't know which I wanted to do first, the Twitter account or your name, at Ced Sabalos on Twitter. So for game two, as we look at what you do in terms of adjustments, as much as they're they're talking about body up, body up, what what does that do in in terms of, and which is the player that that steps up offensively? Because there was a lot of standing around and invisibility cloaks on the rest of that Cleveland team. Yeah, well, with body up, what you mean? Because you know, the Warriors were doing the most bodying up, and in the first half, they really put an aggressive defense on on the Cavs, and that's probably why they had all the the little silly turnovers, the little fumbling of the ball. But, you know, don't I, I don't think Tyron Lou wants to go and change their mindset and where they were. They look at that film; they're going to see un, unforced turnovers, forced turnovers, silly, silly fouls opportunities where they could have uh, took advantage of shots. They didn't. They passed them up to try to get a, a, a more difficult shot or a tricky shot. They had a lot of hoopty doos in there. I mean, Kyrie Irving went to the hole with a lot of flippers. You know, LeBron didn't have as many. He had, uh, he had four. Count them. LeBron James, the king, four 
chippies were right. He was one feet under the basket and it just rolled off. Even the, even the Warriors even had those. They had some layups where they could have had it and it rolled off too. So I don't think he needs to go to the board and say, hey, we got we to gotta scratch what we did game one. We just have to refine it. Slow down on the turnovers. Make sure we don't let KD get 10 Olay buckets to the hole. And, and and really take care of the shooters like we have been. They didn't they didn't fire up Curry. Look look at Curry's three pointers. They are they were way out there. Like he really had to stretch that defense to get those three pointers off. KD was open so many times. I think they need to put a little bit more emphasis on that. Maybe they 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 need to stop back off of the challenge between LeBron and KD and allow somebody else, Richard Jefferson, to guard him or somebody else to guard KD. Um, because it, it just seems it's responsibility that LeBron has, not only on uh, guarding his man one-on-one, but he also helps a lot and helps people on defense. And, and when you're guarding a guy like KD, anytime you help, uh, he just lights you up. You saw the, the, the skip pass or the attempt of skip pass that Curry threw to Durant in the corner. It went right by LeBron. He had no awareness of it. Just little things like that. They just got to stay alert. It doesn't seem, seem like the Cavs were alert enough. And, and and Kevin Durant and and Steph Curry made shots. Rihanna more alert than the Cleveland Cavaliers. You can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at said Sabalos. That is at said Sabalos, our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio, two time NBA All Star. Check him out Monday, Monday morning on the herd with Colin Coward. Right, you're on the couch. I guess he is. All right, it's the final. <laughs> we'll see you on Monday, buddy. Okay, there he. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> okay. All right. Then I'm done with you. Uh, he's on the herd on Monday morning, I guess. I guess well, after we said Rihanna, he's like, I'm done. He'll be I'm, breaking I'm down done. the game to beat down. <laughs> Don't go back and watch that twice, though. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Meanwhile, you're going to want to get to a TV during game three of the Stanley Cup final between the Predators and the Penguins, whether you like hockey or not. Because, as you know, throwing catfish on the ice has become the thing for the Predators. You know, the Red Wings started this years ago by throwing octopus on the ice. It was a thing throughout the 90s, 2000s for them to do in Detroit. Eight goals in a game, octopus would hit the ice. Catfish because, well, it's Nashville and they're bottom feeders. No, just because it's just because it's Nashville. If you have tickets to game three and game four in the Stanley Cup final, you can get free whole catfish. Sweet. At Little Fish's Company in Germantown. You go in with two tickets, with a ticket to game three and a ticket to game four. They will give you a whole catfish. That's pretty so, sweet. So you know what's going to happen. The first goal, the Predators score in game three, It's. I feel bad for people that have to clean up the ice. It's going to be like when guys get hat tricks, everybody throws their hats on the ice. There's going to be hundreds of dead catfish just splat, splat. Splat, 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 splat. They're gonna think hit, about it. They're going to throw him at, at Crosby and Malkin, hit him in the head. Sales of compression shorts and vacuum seal <laughs> bags in the greater Nashville area through the roof this week. Tickets right now back up at about 1300 for get in. There were a couple of pair still in that $1,000 to $1,100 range. Uh, Alan Jackson going to be performing a free concert. Oh, Bubba shot the jukebox, Alan Jackson. No, that's Mark Chestnut. I thought that was Alan Jackson, Bubba shot the jukebox. What's Alan Jackson's big one? Well, he did the Chattahoochee. He did five five o'clock somewhere with Jimmy Buffett. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. He's, he's got all sorts of. Stuff. Oh, I thought I thought he was Bubba. He, he, he had his publishing, so he made crazy bank. Wow, look at you knowing a lot about country music big, big there. Man. Look at you, oh, Alan yeah. Jackson. All right, legend. 
Trust me, going to want to see the catfish hit the ice. And Steve Gorman either may get hit by one or hit somebody with it. It's up in the air. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. If you need a wide receiver, a pretty good one is available. And normally when you see guys get waved out a little bit older, oh, there's something wrong with them. This is one of those unique circumstances that you would think a team would want this guy, but I completely get why they waved him. He's a weapon. The Chiefs announced on Friday they have released wide receiver Jeremy Macklin. This was after the second week that the Chiefs wrap up of voluntary workouts. This saves Kansas City $10 million in cap space because they cut Macklin after June 1st. They only had $3.5 million available before. Macklin was a little surprised. Uh, tweeted out, crazy business this is. Appreciate y'all. Macklin was a couple years into a five-year, $55 million contract with Kansas City. This first couple of years, last year, not that good. But this is why Macklin got waived. It was clear last year the pecking order in weapons for the Kansas City Chiefs were Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And now they have a bunch of young wide receivers that can catch 45 to 50 passes a year. Macklin is an 80-catch-a-year guy when he's the number one or number two on a team. But Kelsey is obviously incredibly talented tight end, and Tyreek Hill turned into a huge find last year. Whatever you think of him personally, he turned into a huge find last year and is a huge weapon. So now that Macklin is was struggling for receptions along with Chris Conley and Albert Wilson, look, these guys catch 45. If you have three guys that catch 45 or 50 passes a year with Wilson and Conley, who you know, many people are high on him, and Macklin, I get cutting Macklin because you're going to save $10 million and you're going to let the younger guys play. So I understand that. At the same time, Macklin's still really good. He's only 29 years old. I mean, what, what, what's it going to? What's the contract going to be for Jeremy Macklin now? Two years and 15 million. He's a weapon at this point. He's cut after June 1st. I mean, you're going to get a guy that can be really good for next two or three years. I, Macklin is, like I said, he's an 80 catch, near a thousand yards, six or seven touchdowns. Normally, Percy, I'm going to throw out last year, and I'm going to give him what his average has been up through last year because he's still pretty good. It's not like suddenly the guy's 34 and now he's out of it. Macklin, there's going to be a lot of people that want Jeremy yeah, Macklin. just not productive in that set as a third option. I mean, even fourth, when you look at the way they use the running back with Captain Checkdown, Alex Smith. So certainly there's there's going to be an opportunity for him to go to other teams. We've seen Buffalo floated out as a possibility because we've watched how they've progressed in terms of their changing in the structure of the squad. New coach comes in, Sammy Watkins, they already declined. The, the fifth year of his rookie deal. So questions going in terms of his long-term viability, but you want to get another weapon where you got Tyrod Taylor back for another run to see if you can open things up. Macklin would be a guy that you can look at because you, you got to start poking through the teams that, that don't have multiple threats because you're not bringing them in for a premium. I mean, if you're going to be a number three option, you're not paying them the kind of money that they were looking at. Conley was a guy I was high about. Last year, we'll see if he can stay healthy and really integrate himself into the offense in Kansas City even more. But I think it's it's curious to see what that next evolution is. Now you bring in Mahomes. Mm. Jamal Charles isn't part of the mix anymore. And, and what the next phase of the Kansas City offense is, they try to keep up with the high-octane offenses in that division. 
you know, Denver, at, notwithstanding. You look <laughs> at teams that are going to be in the market for a wide receiver. You know, look, even if he goes back to Philadelphia, they could use a guy like that. The Redskins could use another guy like that. There's plenty of teams. The Bears could use somebody. The Lions certainly could use Jeremy Macklin in, in that set. The hey, Jets the Bears just signed him. Victor Cruz. Come on, oh, they're settled. Buddy. Victor, okay, so Victor Cruz will play two weeks, then he'll get hurt. Yes. And then what are you going to do? That about sums it up nicely. You know, the Jets will be interested in him. They could use him, certainly. The Titans could use him for Marcus Mariota. There's a lot of teams he could fit well in on and and come in as a number two right away. It's okay. Here's our wide receivers set, and we don't really have a pecking order yet. We have a guy we think could be our one, but everybody else are kind of fit. That's where Macklin comes in and says, you know what? Because at the very worst, he's a number two, and that's awesome. And you could play him. You can you can line up in the slot. And you can go a lot of different things. He's still a very good one-on-one player, wide receiver. Uh, this this was a case of I know you want to look and poke and prod and go. Ah, why did he get cut if he was still that good? As you said, he just didn't fit anymore. There, there should be. I, we should see Jeremy Macklin visiting with four or five teams before he makes a decision. And it'll probably be somewhere two years, fifty. Maybe someone goes a little bit more. It's okay. We'll give you seventeen, eighteen million. But Macklin's going to find out. He's going to make a team. Really good. It's going to be post June third. You get a pretty good wide receiver with two or three good years left. See, and we're here on June second, already talking about the National Football League in the Geico Studios. That's a very exciting thing. People already texting me. You know the Patriots are going to get him. It's like don't put it out there in the world. Then it's going to happen. What the Levar Ball philosophy? What's up? Visualizing it now. Is that what we're doing? Look, Make your dreams come true. <laughs> listening to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Patriots are not good. They, they got the, they got cooks. Make They're good. your dreams got... come true. They what got... if I were to tell you, Jason, it uh-huh. actually did happen? What? Yeah. What? The Patriots got him. What happened? Yeah. What? <gasps> Macklin. When? Two-year deal. When? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to keep saying when until, until either we ran out of time or you told me that it wasn't happening. <laughs> I got you good, though, you rookie. I kept saying when. It started clicky, clickety, clicky. Yeah, Andy Reid went to his wedding two weeks ago. How about that? That's, oh. that's a report from Ian Rappaport. Hey, listen, Jeremy, I didn't bring a present, but I got a year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later on. Right, uh, that's great. the way the NFL business works. <laughs> Have a good honeymoon. Don't spend too much now. I invited that guy to my bleeping wedding, and two weeks later, he cuts me? Son of a... Duh! Yeah, they, just interesting that they waited till the second week of these OTAs. It seems like he could have done the guy a solid. Well, they wanted they, they wanted to see. All right, how are these? You know, how, what's our offense look like? What does our offense look like? Are we as confident in it after seeing a little bit of it that we thought from the off season? We are great, Jeremy. Good luck, and and so it's not like someone's going to sign him. So you know, it's not no, like he's still be plenty of work. Uh, opportunity to to go hang out. We still got seven weeks before training camps. Get get on in earnest, and we'll have all that coverage in the Geico Studios ready for NFL 17. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 